0: Hello, 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 and welcome to we're on episode 30. Episode 30 of Diets We can find. I know. When I was writing it into the Zoom thing and I was like, because eh, I have to go back and check every week on like the on our podcast thing, going, right. Is it definitely this episode now before I write it so I know where it's saved? And it's episode 30. 30. 30, 30. 30, 30, 30. 30 episodes we've pulled out of the bag. And I heard a good nice little refeed review this week as well. One of our lovely listeners said that the quote we used, I think it might have been in last week's one, about um, basically you can't complain about the results you're not getting for the work you're not doing. It was along those lines, wasn't it? And she goes, it hit me like a sledgehammer. She goes, (laughs) because I'm not doing the work. I'm not doing what I need to be doing. And I'm sitting here moaning about the results. I'm not guessing, but what do I expect?
1: <laughs> yeah. But do you know what? It's such an important realisation. Like that's something that honestly is probably one of my favourite lessons in terms of any endeavour that I'm working towards now or have worked to in the past is literally, you know, have I genuinely showed up 100%? Like have I put in the work here and it's like, sometimes genuinely you do, you actually don't like with some things, like you don't actually know what to do. Like mm-hmm. you don't know what you're doing. You don't know if anything you're doing is right. Um, and so, yeah, sometimes it is a case of going and seeking help, going, getting support yeah. with that thing. Um, but if you genuinely know what you need to be doing to get you, you know, towards the goal, um, that you're after, then sometimes it is a case of being like, you know, have I actually shown up for this? Like, and, and be honest with yourself. And nobody's coming to literally nobody's coming to do that for you. And no one's coming to hold that mirror up for you. You literally have to do it for yourself. Um, and it's also like, have you put intention and action in the right Amazing. places? Because I think also, and I said this to you earlier, and you know, that when people say that they have tried everything, yeah, they actually think people mean they've tried everything or necessarily that they've tried everything locked for long enough or consistent enough or you know that kind of thing and actually it's kind of like a way of saying um i've been struggling with this for a long time and i'm feeling discouraged is what i think i've tried everything means
0: yeah um that's um, right um and then another she then my one of my girls in her check-in today said um intention means nothing without action and i was like that's very true. I did say to her, I'm going to use that quote in one of my um social media posts this week. <laughs> but it's so true though. And I was like, which actually I could go on a bit of a rant here on this one. Um I feel it's a bit ranty today. I've got a banging headache. Um so it might just all come out in this podcast, ladies. Um, and any gents that listen, I'm so sorry. Um, but maybe this is what you need to hear as well. I sometimes think like when we speak from our hearts and what we feel is on our minds, it actually resonates with the people that are listening and who need to hear it at that time. So like, again, kind of like going with that whole thing of what you were saying, like, have you tried everything? There was, um, you know, I I think, like, are you doing enough? Are you doing enough of what you need to do to get the results that you want? And if things aren't changing week after week after week, month after month after month, there's no physical changes centimeters clothes looking different all of that kind of stuff then do you know do you think you're doing enough like do you think you're putting enough effort into where you want to change and the the results that you want to see because like it's easy to go yeah I'm doing this I'm doing that I'm... but how much like oomph is behind all of that or is it just you're saying the things that you think that maybe your coach wants to hear because you don't maybe even maybe you've got bored of fat loss and it's not thing that you want to pursue anymore but you don't want to admit that to yourself either because it feels like you can't or it's not you know what I mean it's a really it's a really funny one but I do think like sometimes you need to be more honest with yourself about how much you're actually doing to get like we just said the results that you want um and because if you're not seeing results then something isn't working mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and this is about this isn't about beating yourself up or you know, um, being mean or or anything like that. This is about compassionately calling yourself out and meet that with being kind to yourself. Mm. Like, you know, we're all human. We all go through funks and we all feel like we want to make faster progress than we are making. And sometimes our own expectations, unrealistic expectations get in the way And we feel like giving up, like that is, all of that is so, so normal.
0: Um, And when you've been dieting forever as well, like when you've like constantly been on a diet for a long, long time, it can feel quite overwhelming. And I'm just doing the same stuff over and over again. And then I think that's when the effort probably diminishes a bit because it's been such a long time of doing it. And then I think that you get a bit, I'm saying this with like quote things here, like lazier with your output, and you're just doing the bare basics thinking that's enough when you need to do more
1: especially if you don't have that much left to lose or you are in in a leaner body and things like Mm -hmm. that there is a there is genuinely a case of um you know you might need more effort involved in that than perhaps you did when you had more to lose and things like that um what was I going to say
0: Oh, mind. I've,
1: I've, I've been doing this this week and I just literally completely lose track of what I'm saying.
0: It's okay. We can. Do you know what else has come up this week actually? Um, overwhelm, anxiety, feeling in a low mood, and comparing yourself to somebody who you were before to where you are now in your life. Um, Situations, circumstances have all changed longer hours in relationships and um, the last time you might have been in a dieting phase you didn't have all those things going on so it was a very different process because you only had to look after yourself and you could just come and go as you want and do the things you want to do and then when that changes i think it's really difficult to adjust to 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 a new routine and a new setup and a new I, and i also
1: think that ties into a new body sometimes as well yeah. and actually people can experience that shifts in lifestyle shifts in well like going through perimenopause and things like that and now you've got kids and all of these things are going on and certain things in your life change that also can often then result in a change in your body too and there's this difficulty in accepting a that you're not who you once were in terms of your output or what you can do. Mm-hmm. But also like that might have manifested as a change in your body, like your body as well. And yeah. that might be a like a secondary struggle that you're, you're not accepting of yourself, you know, your lifestyle as it is now, the things that you can do, and also your body, um, mm-hmm. because that might have changed. And I think it's just important to know, like, I think this is the same thing that you can be applied to, but bodies are supposed to change. Like, yeah, I think women say like that. Yeah, like they're supposed to. And not just when you give birth and you know your body miraculously grows human beings inside of you. Like not just then, but like your body is supposed oh. to change anyway. Like it's supposed to ebb and flow with the different seasons in your life based on the stresses that are going on for it and expecting it not to. Is a really, really harsh expectation to put on yourself.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think I get, but it's a really hard lesson for women to learn, I think, as well. I think that we we struggle with it because especially if you um may have been in a tighter, stronger, fitter, slimmer body before, and then you get softer, maybe a little bit more curvier, and you know, your clothes aren't fit in the same way, then it doesn't, it does make you think like but I like that body before more than I like this one now because, and it, and it is really, and I, you know, I, I still struggle with this myself a little bit. Like I, and again, I don't know if that ever goes away, but the difference is, and I think we've mentioned this in a podcast before, that now even if I am softer, curvier, I've got a bit more love handleage going on. I won't, I tend to, not that I don't look in mirrors as much, but I just don't take that much, notice of it i'm just like okay i might feel a little bit in a funk with stuff but that's fine i'm just going to dress for this body and i'm going to move on with my day and i'm and i'm still going to nourish my body i'm still going to do the things i want to do um so yeah but i do get it like i do find i do think that's a really difficult one for women to come to terms with um
1: that's that's based on so many things like the fact that we're you know the pressures that are put on women to. You know, keep their shit together and constantly being, you know, the person to call on and to look a certain way, the pressures from social media, because you're only ever like barraged with stuff like, like magazines and and articles ripping apart women that have, quote unquote, dared allow themselves to age or their bodies to change or them not be as productive or make as many movies or make as much like there's this constant like pressure for you to like always be doing and putting out and contributing to society and looking a certain way and not letting yourself go. How on earth are you like, do you feel like you're supposed to be okay with not that. feel bad for those yeah. things and be okay with that? And it's really, really difficult. And that's where some of the body image stuff and that mindset stuff does come in because it's about challenging those things. It's about challenging the things that those narratives that are being upheld and the pressures that are upon you like sometimes I think we we basically well obviously we internalize them and then we almost put the pressure on ourselves then and actually you end up thinking hang on a second like I don't have to listen to xyz and I can filter out that information
0: and right now it's me that's actually yeah. putting that pressure on myself and, and a it's lot of the time between your ears isn't it It's what you're saying to yourself it's that it's then that how you're translating? All oh, right, my body's changed. I now feel like I've I've slipped way back to maybe where you were at the beginning of any journey that you were on. When in fact you haven't. All you've done is like you've gained a couple of extra pounds. Like okay, you might not want them on you. You you might want to make those changes, but I think you've always got to come at it from a different angle than now. I I've I've reverted all the way back. Like remind yourself of well no I haven't I haven't gone all the way back. My life has changed and I am now adjusting. To what's going on at this time and that's okay that gets to be all right um yeah and like I said I don't I tend to not focus so much on you know all the stuff I'm wearing I'll just like so I'm just putting this on because I feel comfortable in it and that feels nice and it might be baggy t-shirts and leggings for a while but I'll make sure that I've stuck some foundation on or I put some mascara on or I've made sure that I've, my hair looks nice or something you know something that I'm like so it's again it's not solely focusing on my body and you know the thing that I always always say to myself is would my best friend she, does she give a crap about what I look like does she care no she just wants to meet me for a coffee because she wants she enjoys my company I don't look at my friends and go oh you know all judgments and go oh my goodness she's put on a couple of pounds since the last time we don't do that so I have to think why do we do it to ourselves <laughs> Why do you, It's challenging
1: those thoughts. Like it's starting to challenge these behaviours and these thought patterns as well. Like, you know, I, I said, I think we started talking as well today, it's like part of it as well can be perhaps you are in a larger body now or you are carrying more body fat than you once were because your life has changed and things have happened and that's completely okay. You have essentially eaten more than you need and now you're scoring that as excess body fat there is that's that's it that is literally all that's that's happened and like physiologically um and maybe you you've always identified as the lean one or the athletic one or the one that quote-unquote had their shit together and you somehow associate your gain in body fat to no longer having your shit together or whatever it is that you're making it mean that you're now not worthy or you've lost your identity because you're not in that body anymore. And for that, it's like start questioning that belief and start questioning that narrative. What makes you any less worthy of human being or what makes you like not having like an identity anymore, just because you're in a different body, like your identity, who you are as a person does not, is not solely does not come from the way your body looks. Or your yeah like at all so like what else like where else do you get your identity what else makes you up as a person literally write it down as a okay. as a pie chart sometimes it's something I get my clients to do but That's you know what make it up as like a pie chart and and what makes you up as a human being like your relationships your career um you know I don't know whether you're you've got some altruistic stuff going on like you're volunteering or whatever it is, your kids, your family, all of these things, what makes you up as a human being? Mm. And it's absolutely fine if, you know, you value your appearance. Like, no, yes, one, like yeah. we're
0: both okay. Like, it's not like either of us are like, oh, you You know, if you want to lose weight, that's cool. You get to lose weight. It's just the way mm. you approach it, I think, is our, the way, that's how we want women to approach it in a different way, isn't it? It's approaching it from that place of... And, and- Sorry, I think we 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 miscommunicated there. <laughs> no, oh, I, I, think oh, that we, I think I don't know what happened. Like you were gonna say something and then I stopped and then you
1: were gonna say, so you finish off both. I thought
0: <laughs> you were crying though. Oh no, I'm not crying yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, I
1: think, you know, literally pull out that pie chart and you will realize that actually your body is a very small percentage of it. And maybe it doesn't feel like it actually is because maybe you actually are emphasizing your body way more than you should be and in which not should be but you you want to and that's causing like undue pressure and you feel like you have to get to a really unsustainable place and then you fear weight gain and all of this stuff
0: um and and actually it's not that other thing as well actually sorry about um when you feel overwhelmed and anxious, you know what like you saying about creating that pie chart, but what else can you do? Can you actually schedule, look at your daily schedule so you're taking away a bit of the anxiety for what is going on as well because like the overwhelm will be coming from like a lot of external factors outside of just what your body looks like. It might be that you're struggling with time and you can't do the things that you used to do because I don't know, workload has got more or you're just, the gym isn't as accessible as it used to be and actually start i've said this to a couple of girls when I are chatting this week about um like plan your days plan your week and then you plan your days and it, like the days that you might have to get up super early to go to the gym then make sure that it's not on a day that you're working really really late so because you're you're gonna crash and burn and like again i always think like if you know in your heart of heart that your body is knackered and it's tired and it's drained Can you do another form of exercise? Does it have to be that you go to the gym and lift really heavy weights and, you know, do that? Or can you go for a swim or go to a spin class or, you know, do something that isn't quite as taxing on your body? And so you're still moving and doing some form of movement because of how that makes you feel. But you just change it depending on what is going on. And I think we get so used to our routines being, I can't make results if I'm not training four or five times a week in the gym. Hitting ten thousand steps a day, whatever, um, drinking seven liters of water—do you know all of that stuff? Whereas I'm like, you can, but it has to fit in. It has to fit in with your day-to-day life and how it looks now. Um, and you know, trying to add more in, maybe when you're a bit overwhelmed and knackered and tired, is maybe not is, is not the best option. It's not maybe it isn't. It's about managing what you can do and your expectations of that as well.
1: I agree. I agree, and I think there's sometimes you know, one of my clients, she's working on a project and she's incredibly, incredibly long days, etc., etc., And she's exhausted. She's not been sleeping very well. And at this point it's like, do you know what? Just take the weekend for yourself, Rec- recuperate, come back to yourself. If you want to spend all day recovering on the sofa, then do that because that is not going to have Like a couple of days like that is not make or break for your fat loss loss. We're talking long-term here. We're thinking about the long-term, like two days in the grand scheme of like what, 365 days um, on like a year's worth of fat loss journey, like is nothing. Stop making it mean something that it really doesn't like, you know, even with, with my goals, like I've just taken some absolute time out and I've not, you know, with one of them, it's not particularly like I've made, insane progress or pushed really hard because if I did and I tried to put that pressure on myself I'm neither getting anywhere because I actually can't do it because it's unrealistic I can't take the actions but I'm also not resting and giving myself um, time to recover or have the rest that I need or chill out yep. either and so I'm just caught between this thing where I'm not really resting because I feel guilty because I should be doing xyz just give yourself permission yeah occasionally sometimes it might genuinely look like actually just take the weekend to yourself. Yeah. Don't think about fat loss. I say like you don't, that doesn't necessarily mean gone and all out Endo. binge. Like, you can yeah. and, and still maintain the habits. And that's why habits are so unbelievably important on your fat loss journey. And you can still, I don't know, eat at maintenance, or you, there's no reason why you like, couldn't like, maintain a deficit and just oh. chill on the sofa and just meet yourself where you're at. But you then I do. always partner that with intention, like yeah. then come back next week and be intentional what do you want to get like what are you prioritizing this week it do you now how can you now create space for you to actually take action
0: and make choices that do move you forwards yeah you know and then i think even like with um like a short-term goal say you've got i don't know like i've got a holiday in nine weeks let's use that as an example right and um i might need if my if i'm tired or i'm like like yesterday and today And tomorrow I I feel really wrecked, but I know my cycle is due and I get like this every month and I'm not going to hammer it in the gym because I'm not. It's just I'm being in a deficit. It's just going to make me hungrier in in a lot more of a bad mood. So I change things. I literally go, well, this and I don't do this every month. Some months I can because I don't want to get into the whole, oh, do you train differently when your cycles are on? And this, that and the other. Like, I just listen to my body every month and I'll be like, okay, this is what she needs today. So this is what we're going to do. And I will just step it back a little bit. I won't train as hard. I will probably swap my gym sessions for, um, like, just maybe some swimming or a bike ride or something like that. So it's still movement, but it's, in a, it's a gentler form of it. And I actually, okay. like, a couple of months ago, I haven't trained in, like, I usually follow, like, a 12-week program. And the last, the last 12-week program I had, I dropped out at week five because I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. I had, I just couldn't do, I just couldn't do it. I was I had no energy. I just was in a funk. And so I thought, no, I'm not gonna force myself to do this. So I still moved. I, w- I did, but I just did it in, in a very different way. I did a lot more. Um, I did two classes of yoga a week. I made sure I was getting a daily walk in, And I think I resistance trained, like with a bit of like a HIIT workout style. I changed it up a little bit instead of just being like a pure strength thing. And I just did that. I just did those three things. for and I, and I did that for about six weeks. And do you know what? Nothing bad happened. I went back into the gym this week and I felt amazing. I was like, oh, my gosh, my body needed me to slow down and, like, not push as hard. Um, and I didn't, I didn't gain loads of body weight because, like you said, I was still intentional with what I was doing outside of that. It wasn't like I just stopped. But I listened and I was like, my body needs me to slow down because I'm going to crash and burn and it's not going to be pretty. And then I probably wouldn't have thought about anything with intentional intentions behind it at all. And I would have just gone completely the other way. So, yeah, I think sometimes it is definitely a good thing to take a step back, even if you have short term fat loss goals ahead of you. Um, but like you said, showing up with the intent behind it, Um and even with a short-term goal, you could have two days on the sofa and do nothing and you still make progress. I
1: <laughs> mean, like, I think we forget that between 0% and 100%, there's all of these percentages that you can play with. And, mm. like, 20% is better than 0%. 40% yeah. is better than 0%. Like, just meet yourself where you're at. And I, it's it's finding that balance between, actually, like, do I have the capacity to push more? And I'm kind of just yeah taking to the step back. But actually sometimes, and this is where the benefit comes from actually learning to listen to your body and have the self-awareness to call yourself out and be able to see, you know, am I kind of, am I really showing up at like the capacity that I A, need to get the results that I want or B, that I actually kind of have or am I just intentionally and am I intentionally holding myself back? Is there something else going on there yeah. or do I just need to be a bit more, you know, and and have those there's nothing wrong with like dipping into a funk you know I did so last week dipped into a bit of funk I told you like I felt like I'd been coasting Mm -hmm. you know I wasn't really showing up how I wanted to show up and I was like you know there might be genuine reasons for that like there was things that were happening in my life and that's absolutely fine and I can show myself grace for that but I hadn't there was a week where I was like I probably could have shown up a bit more this week and I had the energy to do that and like why didn't I? And then it's like, mm, I don't really want that to happen again. So I'm going to journal on it. I'm going to reflect. I'm just going to check in with my values. Like, what do I really want? What's important for me right now? Do I want to be in this position in three months time? No, not really. Um. Okay. So what
0: are you committing to next week? Exactly. You know? One question I always try. I think I ask, I don't really, I don't journal journal like religiously, but I kind of like just have a bit of a brain dump or I'll have a text message dump in my phone or my notes section or, you know, But the one thing I always think about is like, okay, what do I want to feel today? What do I want to, what energy do I want to create around me? And how am I going to make that happen? So sometimes for me, it's like, okay, I wake up and I I felt a bit stressed. I feel like, oh my God, I've got a lot going on for me today. So what do I want to feel? I want to feel a little bit calmer. How am I going to create that for myself then? Okay, that it means I need to get outside and I need to do a walk in nature, to, because that will make me feel calm. And I have to make that a priority to do, to, to create that energy that I need for that day. Um, so I've started doing a bit of that kind of stuff um, recently. And it actually makes, it does make a difference. And then sometimes I'm like, I need to feel energized because I'm tired. I, I wake up and I'm like, I, feel en- I need to feel energetic. So how am I gonna create that for myself today? I'm going to actually actively go and do some training because that will bring me energy that will wake me up that will like give me that kind of boost that i need to to push through for the day
1: that's really interesting that you say that because i had this conversation with a client the other day about how sometimes we approach fatigue and energy as like right i've just got to make it through the day what am i spending my energy on today and at no point do we ever consider what am i putting actively putting into my day to create more energy you know what i mean and we think right okay priorities like what do i have the energy for okay i'll do that and then you get to the end of the day and you're tired and then you sit on the sofa for the rest of the evening but actually if you reframe that and we're and we're actually thinking you know what's going to help bring me energy today like what do i need to do to actually bring me some energy yeah. and give me energy and thinking about it that way and can i weave some of the? Yeah, don't get me wrong we've probably all still got stuff to do um, that aren't necessarily going to give us energy, that are energy drains. But how are you balancing those with things that do bring you energy too? Yeah. Not just, otherwise, uh, you're always going to find stuff that you that needs doing, that needs doing, that, you know, our energy drains. And it, at no point do you ever replenish and and find that, and
0: then you end up in a bit of a rut. Um, that just makes. But we also good. know that, like, again, it's that calling yourself out. And, and it's also about, this is what we talk about when we say, like, understanding your body like, I know when I need to intentionally rest. I also know when I'm drained from energy and what I need to do to give myself energy can also be I need to go and do a workout. I need to train. I need to get my heart rate up because of all the benefits that that brings me. And again, like the, usually at this time of the day, around four o'clock, I hit a massive slump. So I've started implementing. I've got like a half hour between the two boys school pickups. Um so I, I brought my spin bike into the house and I was like, right, I'm just going to get on that for half an hour when I'm feeling like three times a week. And it actually wakes me up so much for the next for, that, for the next shift of the day, you know. <laughs> and it does Yeah. So, again, it's kind of like but because I know the difference now between, OK, what I need to do to create the different things and what my body needs. And again, that's taken work and practice and you know a lot of the stuff that probably a lot of people think are a bit woohoo but they're not they make a difference and again it's about you approaching that mindfulness and not taking it to the extremes of being completely airy fairy stuff and putting the yeah intent behind the mindfulness not just being like oh I want to be mindful like well yeah sometimes it is getting out and going for a walk when you don't want to do it because that's going to be the best thing for you (laughs) so yeah
1: yeah Yeah. and I think yeah like it's having the self-awareness to be able to and it's learning those things for mm-hmm. yourself and learning that about yourself like um what was i gonna say again, again. <laughs> <What>? oh.
0: <laughs> she's got a she's got brain fog, brain fog. gone yeah. it's gone it's gone well we'll save it for our next one we felt i feel like this is our little this is our brain dump for the podcast for today. <laughs> <That was cool. laughs> it's gone. It's gone. It means we have to keep it for another day. Um, yeah, but I think that yeah. I yeah, I think that's <laughs> enough to give everybody a little bit of lots of nuggets of little things on in this today's podcast. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm still trying to remember.
0: You're not going to remember, I, remember it when we get oh, off the podcast and you'll be like, oh, my gosh, I know what I wanted to say.
1: <laughs> I guarantee you it will never come back. That's it.
0: It was a lot. We were talking about mindfulness and not being too woohoo with it and being a bit like, um, that there's intent behind mindfulness as well. It's not just not doing the stuff you need to do because you're, you're, you're thinking, oh, yeah, that's me being chilled and calm and mindful. And, yeah, sometimes we have to do the shit we don't want to do. Because that's also what gets you the results that you want, as well, whatever that might be, in whatever context you want to put that in. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. Okay. Have a wonderful week, everybody. And thanks for listening to our yeah. TED Talk. A bit thanks for listening to our TED talk today. very much. And yeah. for being here. Ready? Uh, and drop um,
1: us a, a review. Give us a. Give us a cheeky share. Um, oh, let everyone. us know if there's any topics you want us to cover because at the minute we're just ripping off whatever comes into our all room, right. which
0: we don't need. Yeah, please let us know if you do want us to actually cover something of major importance to you or you want our opinion on something, let, hit us up. Our DMs are open all the time. So, yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah we're going to go. See you later. Bye-bye. See.